Welcome to Arbitrary Advice. Here is your host, B. Hey guys, and welcome back to Arbitrary Advice. It's your girl, B. Today, I have a lot of good advice for you. Um, I'm going to get right into it. I'm, I'm going to talk about apartment hunting and like wedding venue, hunting, wedding planning stuff, and then just kind of talk to you from there. So, I just wanted to say, to start off, apartment hunting is a bitch, and wedding planning is freaking exhausting. So, yeah, I feel very overwhelmed, and barely anything has really been achieved, but just trying to set up tours at places has been a struggle. Um, not so much like with the people, just like finding places, like dwindling down like what we actually want, you know, stuff like that. It's just been a lot, but anyways, so story time, my fiance and I went on a tour of an apartment yesterday, and I have a couple points of advice to give. First one is to write down all the questions you could possibly think of that are important to ask um, the people giving you the tour about like what's included in the rent, you know, how's parking work, etc. Because when they're whispering sweet nothings in your ear and sweet talking you to try to rent there you're gonna forget to ask the important shit so I had these questions written out on my phone and ready in case I forgot to ask some of them which a lot of them happen naturally in conversation um but yeah and my second piece of advice in apartment hunting is don't view the apartment you already prefer first so what I mean by that is we have dwindled our list down from like 20 places to like three places and we're gonna tour those three places and we we just toured one of them obviously and there's one in particular that we prefer for many reasons. And one of the reasons is that we love the location and it's a lot newer and therefore a lot nicer than the other ones and a little bit more expensive. Well, we realized we were already in love with it, especially once we toured it. And I feel like even when we're visiting the other places, it's going to be in the back of our heads. And the problem is, like I said, the other places based on what their websites say are a significant amount cheaper. So that's my advice. Don't don't visit your favorite one first because I think it's going to stick in your head and you're going to compare the other ones to it. So, yeah. So, yeah. I just wanted to quickly shout out Confessions of Retail All the Tea. You guys, I've, I've shouted them out before, but they're a hilarious show and I highly suggest you check them out. So, I'm going to let you tell... I'm going to let them tell you, not you tell them, them tell you about their show and their words and I'll be right back. Oh, hi. Didn't hear you there. This is Amy. And Lexi. And we're coming at you from Confessions of Retail. All the tea. If you're a retail employee like us, then you know that there are some crazy, off-the-wall things that happen in your line of work. Join us every Wednesday while we spill all this hot confessional tea on the line of work known as retail. Everything from our own experiences to listener-submitted stories. And let me tell you, there are some crazy things that happen that even we can hardly believe. I know, right? You can find us on any major podcast directory. You can join us on Facebook, follow us on Instagram, you can follow us on Twitter. And if you have hot tea to spill, you can send it our way to confessionsofretailallthetea at gmail.com. We will see you in the confessional booth. And I'm back. Did you miss me? I hope so. That's never going to get old for me. 
but it does sound really cheesy, so I'm sorry for that. So, uh, let's talk about wedding planning for a second, because that's what I'm most excited about, but also is what's stressing me out the most. We have a couple tours coming up within the next couple weeks, and once again, my advice is write down the important questions beforehand, because I know I'm going to be mad if my questions aren't answered when I leave there. And most places require a deposit when you want to secure your date, but I don't want to spend money if I don't know what we are and aren't allowed to do at the venue, especially decoration-wise. That's one of my main questions, is like, what are we allowed to do? Because... I have all these ideas and like obviously I don't know what I'm gonna want to do but I need to know like what my options are you know so there's that also I was thinking maybe I could make like an IGTV YouTube some sort of TikTok maybe series um, some sort of video series on something I'm thinking Instagram would probably be the best because YouTube honestly it, it's too much for me um, and I've you know, I've realized that, like, not a lot of people view my YouTube videos, so I feel like I'm reaching more of an audience if I do it on IGTV. Um, let me know what you guys think, but I think IGTV is probably the best way to go for me right now. Um, but maybe I can, like, put that stuff on YouTube to kind of archive it in one place, maybe, like, put all my videos there. I don't know. I don't know what I'm gonna do with YouTube yet. But anyways, I have all these ideas and all these ways to, like, DIY things, um, for the wedding so maybe I can make like YouTube videos about that also just so you guys know right now Target has a lot of their wedding stuff on clearance because they're trying to get rid of it because I guess wedding season's like over for the year so if you're planning a wedding right now go get stuff from Target I'm not really that far into planning so the only thing I bought was table numbers because they looked really nice and I already have a whole plan of like what I want to do with them so there's that um yeah I can't think of anything else wedding planning wise that I have advice on but I can I'll go through like my list of questions for the venue because oh this is also something kind of weird I don't know if this is like an everywhere thing or my area thing or or what um but a lot of wedding venues which I didn't realize this um require you to have event insurance so you basically get insurance for the day that covers both you and the venue um, in case, I guess, anybody gets hurt while you're there or something. I don't really know what it's about, but just so you're not shocked, like, some places might require that. Um, and also some places require you to get a liquor license depending on how many people you have at the wedding, but that's not really, I don't think that's really a big deal. And then obviously, like, are you allowed to hang up decorations anywhere? Because, like depending, like, one of the places we're looking at is considered, like, a historical, like, house type of place, and so I'm not sure, like, what we're allowed to do decoration-wise, but it's really pretty, so also, I guess, if you pick a pretty enough venue, you really don't have to decorate much, just, like, the tables, but also, another thing is not all venues, um, include chairs in their prices so you have to rent chairs from them so I would ask that but a lot of times they'll tell you that up front like they'll tell you what's included and what's not and whatever and also another big question I have is like when can we decorate because some places will allow you to come like the week before and decorate and then obviously it's like ready to go when you get there um I'm a little bit worried about that because I don't think the places we've dwindled, dwindled it down to do that I think I have to go like the day before which is a little stressful but you know whatever 
and then uh also parking situation like we're looking at venues i mean i know some people get married in one place and then um go to another place for the reception but the places we're looking at have both ceremony and reception like included in the packages so you just kind of walk from one end of the property to the other type of deal um so parking's kind of a big thing but then I guess if you're doing a wedding that's you know not in the same place then you need to know about like transportation like kind of plan that out but anyways I um I won't go too much into uh wedding planning shit because well not everybody's planning a wedding and not everyone cares about my opinions um so yeah although if you're listening to this you really should care about my opinions because you know whatever but I have been enjoying looking at Pinterest that has been super helpful and also like you really don't have to break the bank to get married you really really don't um in my opinion it's one day like don't bother like spending you know the price of like a house like I don't remember what show it was but it was like something like my big wedding or something and they would spend their budgets would be like a hundred thousand dollars for their wedding and I'm like that's insane like I would fucking die like that's crazy um I mean to each their own I guess if you're really rich you can do that but I just still feel like that's silly so yeah um also I wanted to talk about... I can't find it. I had... Well, anyways. I did have one thing that I wanted to talk about. And that... It's kind of a question. And I know I could totally Google this, but like... I don't care. I want to know. What happens to mosquitoes? Because they come out, you know, like... End of spring, beginning of summer. Well, I guess really just beginning of summer. And they stay throughout the summer. And then they kind of dwindle off and die or do whatever they do, go into freaking hibernation or some shit, and then all of a sudden there's mosquitoes again, and I'm like, how are there so many mosquitoes? Like, where do they go? Do they, like, do they lay eggs at the end of summer, like, before they die or whatever, and then, like, those eggs don't hatch for another year? Like, I don't understand what happens. I don't understand how mosquitoes are a thing, and I'm, I just don't understand how they work, and I could totally Google it, so I guess that's what I'll do right now, because what else is there to do i just need to know what happens to mosquitoes in the winter oh they do hibernate so there you go and in the spring the females emerge from hibernation and lay the eggs that produce the next generation of adults. So there you go. They go into hibernation. That just seems crazy to me because they're so tiny. Like, how do they survive? Like, where do they hide? I've never seen a mosquito hiding before, but I've also never seen, you know, a bear hiding before. Also, I I saw this thing that was, like, we were lied to about, um, like, in school, what happens with hibernation because everybody's under... Well, not everybody, but, like, a lot of people are under the impression that, like, bears and bunnies and stuff just, like, eat a bunch, like, fatten up for the winter and then just sleep all winter, and that's, like, not what happens. Um, so I feel like I was lied to. 
I still really don't know what happens. I feel kind of, like, stupid for that, but... What happens when bears hibernate? We're just educating out here, you know? Hmm. Hmm. So it says... This question says, do bears wake up at all during hibernation? Bears hibernate during winter but aren't sleeping the whole time. Hibernation for bears simply means they don't need to eat or drink and rarely urinate or defecate, or not at all. Bears do wake up, however, and move around inside their den. So they kind of just become homebodies for a little while, sounds like. Which that makes me feel a little a little less dumb because, you know, you aren't going to see them out and about. So there you go. That was from www.adfg.alaska.gov so but that was just from googling it that was like one of the first things that popped up so yeah we got edumacated today because you know it's important um yeah i don't really have too much else like on my list of things to talk about i mostly was just ranting about the fact that i'm stressed out and i'm also guys i gotta be honest like i'm really nervous about starting work um I'm going to, I got a full-time job at the place that I've been working, but for some reason I'm, like, super nervous about it. I don't know why, but that is what's going on in my life. I hope everyone is doing well and having a great weekend. When you hear this, it'll probably be later tonight because I am recording this on the day. I like to record on the day because it just feels more real to me. And that's why sometimes if I release late, it's because I want to record and I want to post it right away. I'm, like, bad at being patient. I used to do that. I used to record, like, days in advance or, like, I would try to. And then I would just, like, want to post it so bad. So I cut that out and just, I just feel like it's more real if I do it the day of. But, yeah, I feel like I'm rambling at this point. So I think I'm going to end it here. It was a pretty short episode, but I just wanted to say I appreciate all of you guys and all your patience with me in the last shit the last like year honestly um I really appreciate you guys we're coming up on two years in July so that's pretty cool um yeah I just wanted to say that if no one told you today I love you I'm proud of you and you're killing it and I will see you guys next week That was a Titan Cast episode.